You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. Power, power, Lord. <laughs> We're going to continue in this month's sermon series, but the last thing I want to say is that in March, we're going to start a new sermon series entitled, Graced for Generosity, Abundant Giving for Abundant Living. Someone say, Graced Grace. for Generosity, generosity. Abundant, giving abundant Giving for Abundant Living. But we still have some business to take care of today, all right? So, so if you would, turn your Bibles to Matthew. And baby, you're going to read this scripture for us. Matthew chapter 12. Y'all can sit down. Well, no, 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 well, no, no, don't stand up. Wait, stand up. We're, we're going to sit down after we read the scripture. Right, yeah. we're going to sit down after we read. Uh, these chairs are kind of confusing me a little bit in this morning. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25, New King James Version. What does it say, baby? It says, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. Now what I want to do, since we have this scripture and this version on the screen, I want us to read this scripture in concert. Let's read it together. Ready? Read. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. Look at your neighbor and simply say these words. Say, let's stand together. Let's stand together. Amen. Tell the person on the other side of you, let's stand together. Let's stand together. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the power of our risen Savior. Let's stand together. In week one, we ministered from the theme and topic played by his own plot. We laid the groundwork to establish the understanding that as an ethnic group, as black men and black women, we have to do better when it comes to working together to build better relationships, communities, and lives for our family. We learned that we have enemies who recognize the power and the promise of our unity. Therefore, Means and measures have been created to keep us divided. But our text this morning tells us that a house, a family, a marriage that is divided against itself, it shall not stand. And then in week 218, we talked about the fight for the black family. Yes. That famous scripture found in the book of Joshua, where that uh, liberating freedom fighter Joshua said as for me and my house we will serve the Lord yes. and we learned that when your family is unified in godliness the favor of God fills the house that's why the enemy fights so adamantly against the family in particular the black family one in every three black men will go to prison in his lifetime 80 percent of black babies are born to unwed mothers. Prior to 1960, Lady T, almost 70% of black Americans were married 
currently only 29% of us are married, making us the lowest group in the country to ever experience the power of a marital relationship. We are still the main target and victims of systemic racism and police brutality. Yes, there are systems and satanic strategies afoot that are designed to pit us against each other. Leti, talk about what those are. The enemy's new plot, the massive and the disproportionate incarceration of black men. Number two, the objectifying and over-sexualizing of our black women and now even our little black girls through the production, the promotion, and the pervasiveness of dehumanizing ratchet rap music. Yes. Yes, ratchet. Number three, the femini feminizing and emasculation of black men and black boys. And this is a big one, pitting black men and black women against each other. But we also talk, Lady T, about a solution to this, right? That's right. What must we do? Someone say, listen to each other. Listen to each other. Someone say, respect each other. Respect each other. Come on, say it with conviction. Say, love each other. Love each other. Y'all sound good. Say, support each other. Support each other. Come on, say, build each other up. Build each other up. Come on, say, fight for each other. Fight for each other. Tell the truth. Tell the truth to each other. To each other. From a place. From a place of love. Of love and respect. And respect. Here's one, Lady T. Say, lean on each other. Lean on each other. And stop turning on each other. And stop turning on each other. Say, believe in each other. Believe in each other. Pray for each other. Pray for each other. Say, win together. Win together. If you need some of that in your life, can you put your hands together and give God praise? We, 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 we talk about building a strong family foundation and the keys to that. And we have three primary keys. Someone say unity. unity. Someone say communication. communication. Come on, someone say vision. Amos 3 and 3 says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Which means we got we to gotta have a conversation. We got to communicate. Yes. Now, communication is real important to ladies, Lady T. Yes, Every now and then, Lady T just comes to me and says, talk to me. <laughs> I said, baby, what you want to talk about? Well, nothing in particular, just talk to me. Mm -hmm. What you want to talk about? I, I don't care, just talk to me. Just talk. Because communication is very important, and I understand that I cannot hold you accountable, Lady T, for what I fail to communicate. And once we come together and unify, we also understand that we encounter the blessings of God. Psalm 133 talks about um, that, that place of unity where God has commanded a blessing to meet us. Even if the blessing wants to get up and go somewhere else, God has commanded it to stay. He has commanded that, bless, that blessing to hold still until you unify. And some blessings will not happen for you until you come together, until we come together, until we understand that I need you and you need me, we will not totally experience the blessings that God has preserved for us at the place of unity. Yes, and that does not mean that we won't have disagreements. Mm. 
That doesn't mean that things won't happen that's going to disrupt the unity because the enemy understands the power of us <clears throat> being unified. That's right. And he's going to do whatever he can. He knows what buttons to push with you in order to pull you from that place so that you will look at the person and not look at him. He doesn't want you to focus wow. on him and fight him. He wants you to look at the person that is in front of you and you fight that person. But during this season, we are not going to be distracted because we want every blessing that God has for us individually. Yes. We want every blessing that God has for our families. We want every blessing that God has for our ministry. Yes. We want every blessing that God has for our business. And we are not going to stand in the way of what God desires to do in and through us. Amen, amen, amen. You got to protect the unity yes protect it god wants us to be one as god the father god the son god the holy spirit are one they are our example yes, yes. they each know their role they each know their function they each know their place we must do the same yes know our role know our place in yes. whatever situation we find ourselves in on your job know what your place is know what your job know, know what you're supposed to be doing yes. in your family know what you're supposed to be doing in church know what you're supposed to be doing and then when you function and operate in that role then we can all come together and work towards a common goal i want to see our amen. families whole yes i want to see our churches whole i want to see people walking around whole and healed and healthy that's powerful. And we do that together. Do it together, baby. We do it together. If, if I could tell this story without getting in trouble with you. Um, um, sometimes we have to sacrifice our pride for the mm. sake of unity. That's good. Especially when it comes to husbands and wives. Um, when we had to travel to Florida mm -hmm. to minister at the women's conference, mm -hmm. Um, I was experiencing all types of thoughts, all types of emotions, trying to get myself together. And there was something that happened, and I kind of blew it out of proportion and kind of got in my feelings. And this was on a Saturday, and I was supposed to minister on Sunday. And, you know, a lot of times, when, well, all the time, when things aren't right between us, yeah. you might as well just call me can't get right. <laughs> yes. Right? So, so we were, we were staying um, at the hotel, and, and, and I went on before because she was at the church uh, enjoying the, the things they had prepared for the women. And when she got back to the room, I was in my field. I wasn't saying nothing to her, Thornstone. Just wasn't, wasn't saying nothing. Man, just, just watching TV, flipping channels, not saying anything. Brothers, like, we ain't the only ones who can give a, who can give a silent treatment. <laughs> And this mature woman of God who understands me sometimes better than I understand myself, she said, I don't know what happened. She said, but the enemy is not going to disrupt the assignment no. No. that you're on and the word that God has placed in your belly. And listen, I still was trying to play hard. <laughs> this woman got in the bed next to me and threw her leg across me and said, you're going to get over that. I'm sorry. You're going to minister. You're going to be a blessing. The enemy will not come in and try to rob you. She understood the power of unity. And when we're divided, the Holy Spirit can't do what he wants to do through us. She did that at the sacrifice of her pride. Because technically, I was the one who misinterpreted what happened. 
But thank God for a woman who, who loves God more than she loves me. And I benefit from the overflow of her relationship with God. And when she threw that leg across me, I turned and looked at her and said, I'm just a little nervous about tomorrow. She said, I know. And then she said, but I got you. Got to protect the unity. Mm -hmm. Got to protect the unity. Protect it. And then we got to move, baby. Yeah. Communication. Mm -hmm. Communication must be clear, frequent, respectful, and honest. Say that with me. Say communication. Communication must be clear. Must be clear. Frequent. Frequent. Respectful. Respectful. And honest. And honest. James chapter one verses nineteen and twenty says, "My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this." Everyone, someone say everyone. Everyone. Say everyone. everyone. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Right. See, see, most often we're not, we're not quick to hear, we're quick to respond. Yes. That's right. we, 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 we're not quick to understand, we're quick to try to make you understand where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. But scripture says everyone should be quick to listen. Listen with the intent to understand, not preparing to respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? We got to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger very seldom produces the righteousness that God desires. Amen? So unity, communication, and that communication has to be respectful. It does. Uh-oh. It also has to be timely because sometimes you can have the wrong message presented at the wrong time. It could be, I'm sorry, the right message presented at the wrong time. So your tone has to be on point and so does your timing. Say tone. Timing. Now, brothers, if you say it too harshly, she can't receive it. I don't care if she's your wife, your mother, or someone who works for you on your job. You have to say it with the right tone and the right tenor. And women, when you talk to him, I don't care if it's your husband, your son, your brother, or your father, it can't be from a disrespectful place. If you put too much stank on it, he ain't going to be able to receive it in his spirit. And just because he went silent doesn't mean he heard what you said. Because many of you think that just because you won the argument, you won the war. But most often you have created a war. Salah. Let that simmer. Unity, communication, and then vision. Someone scream vision. vision. You got to know where you're going and what you want to accomplish. Proverbs 29 and 18 is on the screen. Where there is no vision,
the people perish. Where you don't have a clear perspective as to where God is leading you and as to where God wants you to go, you have no reason to live a disciplined life. Therefore, you become very reckless, you become very irresponsible, and you wake up every morning with no sense of purpose because you have no vision for your life. But during this season, God is empowering us with the capacity to unify, with the capacity to communicate, and the prowess to have vision and cast vision so that those who are a part of our vision will know where we're going, That's right. what, the what the plan is, how we're going to get there, mm -hmm. how we're going to pay for it, and it's going to benefit everybody who's connected to that vision. Amen? Amen? If you thank God for unity, communication, and vision, put your hands together and give God praise in the house. Ladies, see, I want you to read a very, very powerful scripture found in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 6. Uh, but before I do, I just want to reiterate that we have shared information as it relates to how we as black men and black women should interact with one another. Now we want to transition and discuss some strategies that are specific to the marital relationship. And this is information for those of us who are currently married and for those of us who desire to be married. Amen? Amen. Lady T, Jeremiah 29 and 6. Listen yes. to this, you all. Jeremiah 29, 6, King James, Ver King James Version. It says, take you wives, wives, mm -hmm. wives, wives. Yeah. not side chicks. Yeah. Come on. Not girlfriends for Come 20 on. years. Come on. Take you wives. Come on, come on. And beget sons yes. and daughters. Yes. So wives first, then you beget sons yes. and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands. Husbands, not give your daughters to just men. Not give your daughters to just anybody. Give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished. It, it, it sounds here that God is promoting the institution of marriage. Mm -hmm. now, now, I know the culture has shifted and said it's okay for even Christians in the church to live together before they get married, but that's not, that's not what the scripture says, right? We, 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 well, well, let me, let, okay, I heard you. The Bible don't say nothing about shacking up. Well, the Bible does say something about sleeping together, having sex together, and you ain't going to tell me if you're a, 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 a warm-blooded heterosexual man. And a woman who can still feel a little frisky every now and then. That somebody ain't tipping into somebody's room late at night. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, God promotes marriage. Now, you don't get married simply because you want to have sex. Mm -hmm. Right. All right? But, but, but sex is for marriage. All right? The question is, if I get deep, Lady T, the question is, ladies, Do you want to be a wife, or do you just want a husband? Mm. 
Can I say it one more time? Ladies, do you want to be a wife or do you just want a husband? Listen, a wife is someone who is able to support and submit to the mission of her husband. A wife is someone who is able to cooperate with the vision that God has given him for the family. So I ask again, ladies, do you want to be a wife or do you just want a husband, someone to pay the bills, somebody to give you sex every now and then, somebody, you know, who can take the trash out, somebody who can change the oil in your car. Don't y'all get stiff on me in here. Yeah. Somebody who looks cute in pictures. Somebody who looks cute in pictures. I'm going to let you talk. Y'all let you I mean, talk. Superficial. That's not what God desires. Marriage should be a reflection of Jesus Christ and the church, which is the bride of Christ. Yes. So that's how we should approach it. That's how we should look at it. Yes. That's how we should view it. The world views it as a power couple. Mm. But in the sacred arena, it's a kingdom couple. It's a couple. kingdom couple. Yes. <clears throat> yes. You want to be a kingdom couple because when people look at your marriage, they should be able to see the relationship that Christ, that Christ has with his church. Amen. Amen. The church is to reverence mm. and respect Jesus Christ, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. We cannot get to God but through him. The church wouldn't dare try to tell Jesus what to do. We wouldn't have that in our heart to say, you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're doing, so I'm going to take over. Stay quiet on you too. Yeah. <laughs> but we need to view it. The listening. The way God designed for it to be viewed, yes. marriage should mirror that relationship yes. with Jesus Christ and the bride of Christ, which is the church. Proverbs 18.22 says, the man who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Every wife is a woman, but every woman is not a wife. And once again, a wife is someone who is able to support and submit to the mission of her husband, someone who's able to cooperate with the vision that God has given him yes. to benefit and bless his family. But it's, it's, it's not one-sided, Lady T, because the next question is this. Do you want to be a husband or do you just want a wife? That's right. Lady T, talk about, talk about what a husband is. Husband. Husband is someone who is under the authority of Christ. Say it again. He is someone who is under the authority of Christ. Say it one more time. He is someone who is under the authority of Christ. Who empowers him to be priest, yes. protector, and provider for his household. If you're not under the authority of Christ, there is no way that you would ever be priest, protector, and provider for your household the way God wants the you to be there. The way God wants it done. So a husband is someone who is under the authority of Christ 
who empowers that husband to be the priest, the protector, and the provider for his household, leading his wife and children to a place of fulfillment and victory. That's it. Amen. My God, someone say fulfillment, fulfillment. And, victory and victory should be the result, be the result. of the husband's leadership. Husband, where are you leading your wife? Father, where are you leading your sons and daughters? Because those of us who have leadership that is worthy of being followed always leads to a place of fulfillment and victory. Amen? Amen. Come on, put your hands together and give God glory. All right, all right. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Somebody say, go for it, Pastor and Lady T. What men look for in a woman who they can see as their wife. What men are looking for in a woman who they can visualize or see as their wife. When I first met Lady Tanya, I could see her as my wife. I could envision being her priest, her protector, and her provider. Because I understood as I believe she had some understanding that number one, men are attracted by your physical appearance. Let me just call it a role. Someone say appearance. appearance. Femininity. Femininity. Peace. 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 Cooperation. Cooperation. We're going we're to we talk about these, but I kind of want to just throw it out there so you can kind of begin to grip your mind around what we're going to talk about. Somebody say appearance. appearance. Femininity. Peace, Peace, cooperation. cooperation. Men are visible. Who oh, is quiet? <laughs> Men are visible. Just like what you hear is important to you, what we see is important to us. The first thing I said to Lady T when I met her on that blind date in West Palm Beach, Florida, was, you are absolutely beautiful. What she said was, I'm smart too. <laughs> she was dealing with me from her place of prominence, right? Because women hear a thing, men see a thing. So what's important to her is what she hears. That's why she said, I'm smart too. Haven't you heard me talk? Yes, I've heard you talk, but this is the first time that I'm able to see you. And what I see from you is more important than what I hear from you. Now listen, here Bishop, I am not talking to you, my spiritual daughters, just as a man. I am talking to you as your spiritual father. I am talking to you because I love you and I want you to be found. Elder Emma said something in our post-production last week. She said that one of her sons, and I know him too, he is a husband. Oh, um, he, he, he has a good job. He, he's respectful. He loves and treats. He takes his mama before she got a husband on vacations. And he would pay for the vacation. Didn't he do it? That's a good son. And most often, ladies, the way he treats his mother is how he going to treat you. She said, she said, Pastor, 
I'm a witness. My son has the home. He has the job. He has the dispensable husband. But he said, Mama, ain't no wives out here. What do you need to be selected? Appearance, femininity, peace, and cooperation. I don't say this to you to be harsh. Ladies, your appearance matters. And what's wrong with him saying that he wants you to be concerned about your health when you're concerned about his height? Because, because, because if you were to say, my man can't be shorter than me, I would have to accept that. But if he was to say, my wife can't weigh more than me, who, are, who do you think you are? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but do you see the problem with that? And see, here's the thing that has happened, ladies, to your detriment. You have shamed men for having a preference so much so they'll have sex with you, but they won't deal with you. And when I say deal with you, I'm talking about deal with you in a long-term marital relationship. He can't control his height. And don't tell me, well, some people got gland problems. That's less than 1%. <laughs> For the most part, it's, it's, it's unhealthy habits. And hear my heart. Hear my heart. I'm talking to you as your father who wants you to be found. You say there are 54% men out here who are single and childless. The problem is you're not showing up on his wife's radar because your appearance is off. You're not feminine. You're masculine. You keep hell going, and you don't cooperate with nobody but the, but the man who gives you your check. If you want to know how to respect and talk to your husband, mm -hmm. talk to him the way you talk to your white boss. See how simple that is? And all of you know how you talk to that white man who signs your check because you respect that money. Should I go back up here, Thornston? <laughs> Someone say appearance. It matters. Right? And then femininity. There is nothing more powerful than a feminine woman. Come on, clap on that. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. There is nothing more powerful than a feminine woman, and there's nothing more weak than a masculine woman. And, and there's some truth behind that. There's some, there's some quantifiable truth behind that, right? If you are, okay. Come here, Jayla. Come on, stop taking pictures for a minute. Come here for a minute. Come here, come here for a minute. Now, now, now you, 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 you see, you see that physically I look stronger than her. But what if she was around here acting like a man, talking like a man, moving like a man? That is the weakest form of masculinity that there is because it's not backed up by strength. Or the ability to enforce what it is trying to portray. 
So there is nothing more powerful than a woman who operates in her femininity, and there's nothing more weak than a woman who's trying to be masculine. Thank y'all give Jesus some love. So, so when my wife, when my wife comes and rubs my head, and when she and when she stands at the sink and washes dishes and stand back on her back leg. Or when I pass by her too many times without. Oh yeah, oh Bishop, no doubt. You know, I got I got two children, and they were not through immaculate conception. Rev, uh, Jesus didn't do that. Rev did that. And when she's in her feminine energy, she can get whatever she wants from me. But in just a few times, I want to say a few times, over the almost 20 years of our marriage, say a few times, over the few times she's tried to step to me. He's telling the truth. And she learned real quick, that ain't who you marry. You married a man who is secure in his masculinity, a man who is willing to die for you. That's a powerful thing. I'm the head, but she's the neck that turns the head. And when she moves the right way, but I will never allow her to move me in a direction that would jeopardize the well-being of my family, which means I cannot be controlled by sex. But I can be controlled, or I can, let me see, not controlled, influenced by the woman that God has caused my heart to be tender towards. That makes sense to you? Say appearance. appearance. Femininity. Femininity. Now say peace. peace. You got to bring the brother some peace. When I, when I come home from dealing with the hell of life, I don't need to catch it from you too. A wife is able to bring a man peace. Someone say peace. peace. Can a man have peace? Baby, thank you for giving me a household that's filled with peace. Now someone say cooperation. cooperation. Everything can't be an argument. Everything can't be a tit for tat. Somebody say appearance. Femininity, peace, cooperation, and you don't get to decide what men want. You don't get to decide, just like we don't get to decide what's important to you, you don't get to decide what's important to us. And men are no longer allowing themselves to be shamed into submission. I'm trying to help you get found. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. Now, don't, now I hope you're not folding your arms because you're mad and you're not receiving what I'm saying. I'm trying to help you get found. You say, you say, where they at? Hiding from you. Because you mean, you aggressive, you won't cooperate, 
and you don't care about your appearance. It's your turn. <laughs> Amen. Let's give our bishop a hand. Got to have courage to speak the truth. Y'all know what? All week I've been dreading this. So I'm like, God, it, it, you want me to go and talk to black women about their appearance, about a corporation, about, about submitting? But this is the way that God made us. God wired you the way he wired you, and he wired men the way he wired men. And this culture may have changed, but the nature of men has not. Amen. Put your hands together. What women look for. Talk about it. They want to hear in this. In a man <laughs> who they could say yes to. Some things we look for. We look for security. Talk about it. Security. Someone that can protect us physically, as well as someone that can protect us financially. Talk about it. Ladies, say amen. 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 Because it's the truth. Security. Can I say something right there? Isn't it amazing how my money is our money? But her money is her money. That's it. Isn't that amazing? But see, if you know that going in, then we should have no problem with it, that right? That would go. That would go. That go. You know that on yes. the front end. <laughs> yeah. That's just the way it goes. Where it is. Yes. And, 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 and there's no real man who is comfortable with his wife taking care of him. Proceed. Now, I will say... <laughs> Now, I will say this. Now, depending on what age and stage in which you meet, there will be a time where you are building together. Yes. That's good. And women, we have to be well with that. That's good. So depending on where he is in life, when, when you guys come together, he may not have everything together all at one time. And that is okay because we are a help meet. That's good, baby. So we have to have that mentality going into it. Can't put pressure on him when he's not at that stage yet. And most men don't reach the stage of financial maturity until the ages of 45 to 55. That's when he truly reaches that age. Deacon, why are you looking at your watch? I'm taking too long. I thought you said you wanted a wife. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, you said you're going to be at the next couple's ministry meeting. Isn't that I mean, what you said? Mean, what you, what you, huh? You looking at what? Oh, your Fitbit. Okay, that is, uh, your wife is on the other side. Pastor, sorry. <laughs> trying to hook you up, man. I'm trying to, because I think your wife is in this house. Working on her appearance, working on her femininity, working on her cooperation, and she wants to give you peace. <laughs> And he's not a, that's the kind of relationship we got. So he ain't offended. You ain't got to go and talk to him and pat him on his back and say, ooh, you okay? Uh, Deacon, are you okay, Deacon? <laughs> Thank you for helping me preach, Deacon Evan. <laughs> Someone say security. Security. Yes, that's something that we're looking for. Again, wherever he is in life, you help build together. And then when he gets to that point where he's at his stride, then guess what? 
y'all together, and what is yours is yours, and what is his is y'all's. So, 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 so but last... But help him build it. So hold up, hold up, hold up. So last week, right? Last week, I'm going to tell it. You're gonna, I'm going to tell it. Go One, you I can't tell, let me tell What's it. What's my last name? Do that. Do that. He told y'all that already, right? That's it, yeah. I'm there saying, we go. last week, Dana, she left the house before I did, called me laughing. I said, what you laughing at, baby? I done went in your wallet and got your card and got the wrong one. <laughs> I said, look at you. The joke yes. is on you today. Yes. I was with Tiana. I was so excited. I'm like, ooh, we got daddy's car. We got daddy's car. We're going to go get, the, get to the store and, and pull out a card. I'm like, oh, man. Mommy done messed up. I got the wrong one. Hey, uh, uh, but she figured out a way. I sure did. To pull the money them. from the, you understand? I say, look, we out here. <laughs> but hey, like you said, I knew what I signed up for. That's right. And, and, I didn't, and that doesn't bother me because every time you pull on me, I pull on him. Yes. That's right. Come on, brothers. If you want to be that conduit that has an ongoing flow and supply. You got to tap into the one whose resources are inexhaustible. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the, them and the world who dwell therein. Amen. My resources will never run out because I've tapped into the one whose resources are inexhaustible. Can we give God praise? Can we give him glory? Because he has all things and all power. Security? What else, baby? Leadership. Someone say leadership. Leadership. Man is the head of the house. Leadership. That's what we're looking for. Someone that can take the lead. Someone that is going to make sure that we're headed in the right direction. Yes. Someone that is going to, to be that, that person that is just going to make sure that everything is taken care of. Be that foundation for the rest of the family to be able to thrive and do what needs to be done and be the best version of themselves. Yes. So we need someone to take the lead. And ladies, they may not lead the same way we would lead. They may not lead in the way that we think that they should lead, but they are the leaders of the home. Someone say amen. Amen. It's tight, but it's right. It is the way that God designed it. If you don't like it, then you go and develop your own world and come up with your own humans and develop your own seasons and do what it is that you desire to do. But if we are in this world that God has created, we have got to do it God's way in order for us to reap God's blessings. Can someone say amen? Amen. Wow. You, you know, do you? And Bishop preaching too. Yes, sir. Preach Bishop. <laughs> yeah, every time Leah T says something, he says something. <laughs> Elder Brown, you got to watch him. You got to watch him. You know what has us so messed up? And, and what causes us to get indigestion when we try to digest the word? Social media. You take in hours upon hours upon hours of foolishness, and then we come and get 45 minutes of truth, and you can't digest it. But just because you have indigestion, that means this Holy Ghost Pepto-Bismol ain't what you need. So, 
So I don't care how quiet you get, truth is still the only power that can set a bound man free. It is the truth of the word of God that empowers our families to be healthy and whole the way God wants us to be. So you have to determine how you want to live your life. Do you want to be miserable? Do you want to live in a household that's full of contention and strife? Or do you want peace? Do you want joy? Do you want love? The Bible says, if you be willing and obedient, then you shall eat the good of the land. But if you can't take in the word, then you're going to experience the detriment of the world. Well, that makes sense to you. Y'all, anybody left, so we must be doing pretty good lately. Y'all good? <laughs> Someone say security. Security. Say leadership. Leadership. And say vision. Vision. Yes. Women, we are looking for men with vision, men that are going somewhere in life, men that are working towards something. We are helpmeets. We are supporters. We are undergirders. We, we, we need a, a, a mission. We need something that we're working towards, and then we come and, 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 and help you with that. That's right, baby. Bishop is a visionary. He is big picture. Yeah. He throws things out there and... Wants, wants to go for it. I'm detail-oriented, so I help put the pieces together yeah, for us to get mm -hmm. to the big picture mm -hmm. as he casts vision. Mm -hmm. So whatever season that you're in, if you all are desiring to get a home, cast vision for that, and then come together and work together towards that. If you all are in need of going back to school, mm -hmm. the two of you, a marital couple, and the two of you want to do that, and you have vision for that, then work together, come together. But vision, you need to be working towards something. If you own a job and you're desiring to no longer be on that job and you want to be in business for yourself, then the two of you can work together. Have vision. Work towards something. Be yes. working towards something. Yes. That's God put in, in us women to support and to help yes. and to undergird and to push. Yes. But we can't push you if you ain't moving. Someone said during our couples ministry, you, you can't do anything with a parked car. And the, only way, and the only way that you can submit is that you have a, submit, is that you have a mission to come up under. Yeah. If you don't have a, a mission man to come up under, what does she have to submit to? Where are we going? What are we doing? What's, what's, what's going on? What are we doing? What's the plan, man? Now, if he has a plan, mm -hmm. when he begins to drive the car, don't you change the directions <laughs> in the GPS system. Right. Y'all got tricks. Yeah. Just because he don't do it like we do it, say it like we say it. Just because I don't do it like you do it, or say it like you say it, or take this route, do not change the directions in the GPS. Because I'm driving. But I'm trusting you with the GPS. I'm trusting you with the details. I'm trust. Oh, I'm touching your heart. I'm, 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 I'm trusting you. But don't, don't betray my trust that you're trying to manipulate to appease your little agenda. That's what Eve did. It got all of us kicked out. 
I ain't blaming her. I ain't blaming her because ultimately Adam should have put his foot down. I don't know what happened. I know what happened. I know what happened. See, you, you, you remember they were first in the garden naked. So he was looking at the wrong thing. I ain't going to get in no trouble today. He was looking at the wrong thing. Men, stop allowing yourself to be manipulated by sex. She has to be more than just fine. She has to have a mind. And not only a good mind, but a God mind. Go ahead, baby. We done with that. Yes, we done with that. We made it through woo! that. We made it through that. Ooh, that was rough. I, I mean, woo, my God. My God. My God, hold up a minute. Hold up a minute, because we talked about appearance. Yes. We talked about femininity. Yes. We talked about peace and cooperation. Yes, we did. We made it through that. Woo! Then we talked about security. Security. Leadership and vision. vision. Did y'all get something from this teacher this morning? All right. So, Lady T, let's sum it up. Yes. What makes a woman wife material? Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you say it. Okay. Being feminine, submission to the mission, being inspirational. Mm. Mm. Lady T inspires me. She, she inspires me. I mean, she really does. She comes and she always says, baby, she says, when I see you handling business, that's sexy to me. When I see you closing deals, when I see you preparing and ministering the word. <laughs> I go back there, I go back there uh, in the back after ministering, you sure look good in that brown suit. <laughs> what you going to do about it then? What you going to do about it then? <laughs> she inspires me that's to right. be my best self. That's Amen. Right. That's Talk right. about it, baby. Yes, yes. Motherly. Yes. This makes your wife material. If you desire to be mom show some motherly characteristics be caring not selfish just thinking about only yourself mm. must be supportive pushing mm -hmm. and assisting mm -hmm. and helping being positive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not pessimistic mm -hmm. someone who is smart I told Bishop that I was smart that was you say I'm smart too mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. like I, ain't, I, I know you smart but you walking in front of me right now I just went over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Yes. Wife material, if you're God-fearing, praying woman. Yes. How to be able to pray for your family. The enemy is, is busy, but we have been given a burden to pray on behalf of our families. Yes. Our children, our husbands, we stand in the gap on their behalf. Yes. And keep the enemy at bay and let him know, know what you're not going to do up in here is. Like you jacked me up in, in Jacksonville. Yes. Now you jacked me up, baby. You had an assignment. I did. Now thank you for it. You had an assignment to complete. Amen. Even your children, they have things that they need to get done. And you need to stand in the gap on behalf of them and, be, and pray on their behalf. The enemy does not like a God-fearing, praying woman. Because right. we don't get on our knees and pray no two-minute prayers. No, we travail. I know your first lady don't pray two-minute prayers. No, I do not. She, she, she goes in. I do. I do. And I benefit from it. Yes, because the assignment is And you all benefit family. from that. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Optimistic. Then be optimistic and uplifting and then handle business. Mm 
Wait a minute, now, uh, hold up now. We're talking about what makes a wife, wife material. Uh -huh. Now, we're talking about after they get married. Correct. All right. Yes. We got we to gotta, we gotta put it out there. After you get married. After you get married. Handle your business in the bedroom. Yeah, that's the Handle your business mm -hmm. in the bedroom. <laughs> and, then for, and then for you new Christians, <laughs> you were doing all types of things before you got saved. Now you, now you too holy. To, you better. Oh, Lord, I thought we made it over the hard part. No, we still in there. We still in there. We still in there. We still in there. <laughs> you better handle your business. See, see, Lady T has my undivided attention. She has my undivided attention. I mean, she's anointed in many ways. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Understand? She doesn't send me out into a world of temptation frustrated. She doesn't send me out among temptresses, if that's, if that's a word. See, even when I come up here to minister, I'm free. I'm happy to go home. Okay, baby, okay. I'm happy to go home. I'm happy to go home. You understand? I mean, she all the way sanctified. Oh, oh wait a minute. Because they need to understand. Because some of you exploit the fact that he's saved. And because he's saved, he ain't going nowhere. And you ain't had sex with the man in six months. What the? You wonder why he mad? He's... He's frustrated. He's tense. He's agitated. You walking around the house with them little short shorts on and, and he can't even touch it. I'm doggone. Somebody's going to be doing something up in here. Come on. Come on. And that's why, that's why premarital counseling is important. Not premarital sex. Because I've already told you, men marry standards, not sex partners. Right. That's why you got to have premarital counsel to kind of figure out where you all, where you kind of fit in on that, 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 that scale, you know. You know, does he have a real high drive? Or, you know, you got to talk about those things and come to a compromise. You want to say somebody say compromise? Compromise like this. I'm, baby, I'm, I'm tired tonight, but I promise you I got you in the morning. And when you make that appointment, whether it be the husband or the wife, keep it. Keep the appointment. Because if you don't keep the appointment, when he comes back home, he's going to be mad. And then you ask that dumb question, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You know what's wrong with me. Ain't a number one thing can make it better. Okay, I'm done, baby. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. 
Okay, okay, okay. Next thing, what makes a man husband material? Someone, someone say, got to be masculine. Okay, okay. Ladies, is there ever a time for your man to be feminine? No, I need y'all to answer that. Is there ever a time that you would give your man a pass for wearing high heel shoes? No. No, sir. So why should he ever give you a, a pass with being masculine? Let me stand up. What makes a man husband material? Got to be masculine, leader with vision for the future. Got to be self-motivated. Got to be fatherly. I think, I think, I think Lady T, I know she loves it, not only when I take the kids out to give her some time alone, but she loves me being a father to our children. She loves me speaking life into our seed, right? And then we have to be a foundation for the entire family to thrive intelligent yes. right nobody wants to be married to a dumb man <laughs> and the church said Amen. you got to be God fearing and affirming who are you affirming you got to affirm your wife with your words you have to affirm your children with your words you have to be able to cultivate your wife and your children into the champions that God wants them to be and then lastly you can't be selfish in the bedroom. Now you're smiling. Now you're smiling. You can't be selfish in the bedroom, brother. She has needs too. And she, she, she needs intimacy. <laughs> she needs foreplay. And I'm not necessarily talking about in the bedroom. Foreplay. So foreplay is an all-day occurrence. See, when I have a plan for the night, I start working my plan at the breaking of day. Little text messages that I have to make sure I'm not sending out in my leadership group. Bishop is a freak. Mind your business. <laughs> Marriage is honorable in the sight of God, and the bed is undefiled. Mind your business. That's the word. Tell me that's the word. Tell how beautiful she is. Hold her hand. Buy some flowers. My wife's not really big on flowers, but she loves me to cook for her. She loves me to tell her how pretty she is, and I ain't lying. I said, girl, you're really easy on my eyes. Thank you. Just being the beautiful woman that God created you to be just for me. There is no other woman for me. You are my queen. You are my lady. You are my love. You are my life. Thank you for waking up this morning. Allow me to love you for another day. I appreciate you, baby. I pray that this has helped you. I pray that this has not condemned you, but challenged and convicted you 
to become the men, the women, the husbands, the wives, the fathers, and the mothers that God has ordained for you to be. If that's what you want for your life, stand to, you, to your feet, put your hands together, and give God glory as we thank God for his word. Wow. Woo! All right. Well, we did that. Y'all good? Can I pray for you? If I have a husband and a wife who, like Bishop, doesn't always get it right, Lady T, like, say, like Lady T, who doesn't always get it right, but you want to do it God's way, can I see you? Just lift your hand. You may currently be a wife. You may currently be a husband. You may desire to be a husband and a wife. If you want to do it God's way, can you lift both hands? I'm not going to be convinced by the contamination of this culture. No, I want to do it God's way. But God, in order for me to do it your way, I need your help. But on today, I'm going to help myself by saying, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I repent for all I have said or done that keeps me from being who you have called me to be. But today represents the day of new beginning. If you said that from a heart of sincerity, I want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. Step out from where you are. Come in, come in. Step out from where you are. Step out from where you are. We want to pray for you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Husbands, come with your wife. Wives, come with your husbands. Single ladies, single men who desire to be married, come on down here. We're praying for you too. Come close. Everybody, they're coming down. They're coming. Come on, come on, come on. Lord, have mercy. Come on. They're still coming. Make some space for them. This word was not to offend you, but to offer you a godly solution to the issues you may be having in your life. There's, there is a couple who needs to come. You're on the verge of giving up. God says if you step out on today, he's going to rectify the wrongs in your marriage. Come on, step. are you here? God bless you. Even if your spouse is not here and you desire for God to bless your marriage, you desire for God to bless you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being honest. We can only, the word can only help those who receive its help. Amen. And it's time for us to get over ourselves. See, see, the evidence that I'm over myself is that I throw myself in harm's way every week. With my level of transparency, this was a hard, was this difficult? This was hard. This was challenging. But I love you too much to lie to you. And I not only can lie to you by what I say, but what I am too afraid to say as well. So this is a season to be courageous. I love you, but God loves you best. We're going to work together. And only we're going to work together, we're going to win together. If you down with that, put your hands together and give God praise in the house. Now, Bishop is going to pray. It's going to be a short prayer.
but it's going to be a prayer that's on point. Father, we love you. We praise you. We glorify your holy and righteous name. We thank you for this word, this teaching that has come forth on today to remind us that our house, a family, a marriage that is divided against itself cannot stand. And Lord, it is a waste of time for us to come together to church and do something that goes against your word. So we're here today accepting your word, trusting in your word, asking you to allow your word to work for our good. In the name of Jesus, bless every current husband, every current wife, and bless every wife and every husband that is here representing the future in the name of Jesus lead us and guide us into the truth of your word give us the power to not only forgive others but give us the power to forgive ourselves in the name of Jesus we trust you we love you we thank you for unity we thank you for peace. We thank you for togetherness. We thank you for victory. We thank you for power. We thank you for strength in the Holy Ghost. And Father, we will give your name all praise. We will give your name all glory for you and you alone are worthy. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And we say thank God, bless God, amen. And amen. Can you all put your hands together and bless God? Come on, bless Him. There is such a spirit of love, a spirit of togetherness in the house. I need for you to hug. After you hug your spouse, if you're here with your spouse, hug your spouse and then hug five other people and tell them we're in this thing together. Do that now, if you would. Tell them we're in this thing together. Tell them we're in this thing together. and purpose that I teach and preach is for life change. The only purpose, the only reason that I preach and teach and do ministry is for life change. And I pray that something was said on today that possesses the power to change your life for the better. If you were blessed by this worship and word experience, can you put your hands together and give God praise. Amen. And give God praise. And give God praise. As we prepare to conclude this worship experience, 
I want to admonish you once again. I want to encourage you to make plans to be here next Friday night for our prayer and prophetic hour. Kings and Queens United. We're preparing to give, but I want you all to accept this challenge. On next Friday, every household, every household, every head of household, we're going to challenge you to sow a $100 unity seed. But Bishop, why is it important for us to sow into this? Well, the anointing that you sow into grows into your life. For as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. If you want the harvest of unity to grow in your house, you must sow a unity seed. Okay? So this ain't nothing we got to pray about. This is something we need to be about. It is a principle of the word. And when you work the principles of the word, the principles of the word will work in your life. All right? I believe this house is going to be packed. Now, most of y'all are up already just strolling on social media. Come on, church, let's pray together. Let Bishop speak a word over you. I'm going to anoint the hands of every man and every woman who attend because we're believing God to bless the works of your hands. We're believing God that whatever you put your hands to do will prosper. I'm going to anoint your hands and you're going to see things begin to happen in your life. When you begin to touch things, it's going to be better because you touched it. When you begin to touch things, it's going to grow because your hands are on it. As a matter of fact, during this season, when you begin to touch things, things that the enemy has had his hands on in the previous state, he's going to have to take his hands off because the hands of the anointed child of God is now taking over. Amen? Let's do that together. Well, it's offering time. Oh, do I have an excited church? I said it's offering time. If you need an offering envelope, if you're going to give with cash or a check, raise your hand and one of our greeters will give you an envelope. We have some who use their debit cards and their credit cards to give. Alicia Walker and Minister Hollis, Anita is standing in the back. If you're going to give using your debit card or your credit card, you may stand now and they will accommodate you in your giving. And then the others of us who will give with one of our four virtual giving platforms. And this is an opportunity for everyone. We never come into the presence of our king without giving him a gift. We return our tithe. How many tithers do I have in the house on today? Come on, tithers, if you're here, say, I'm a tither. Amen. We tithe to God out of honor, reverence, obedience, and, of course, respect. How many offering givers do I have in the house? Here's a question. How many cheerful offering givers do we have in the house? There it is. God says if you got to give it grudgingly or out of necessity, keep it because he loves a cheerful giver. How many seed sowers do we have in the house? Do you know that impact is good soil, fertile ground? How many of you have some 
harvest that you've reaped in your life because you've sown into this soil. If you are that person, stand up on your feet and be a witness. Come on, come on. Stand up on your feet. Impact Worship Center is good ground. Amen. So go to Givelify. Givelify.com. Key in Impact Worship Center. You can give there. You can use our Zelle option by using the email address impactgiving at impactwc.org. You can use the text to give option. Very quick, a simple and secure way to give. Or you can go to our website, impactwc.org. Click the donate button and handle your giving business there. Amen. Do I have a giving church? Do I have a giving people? Amen. Well, come on, let's stand up. It's about time for us to go home, but we're going to handle our giving business first. Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's do our confessions. Let's do our confessions. I'm a tither, and I'm glad about it. I'm an offering giver and a seed sower, and I'm glad about it. Y'all sound good. Because I'm a giver, I expect increase all the days of my life. The hand of God, hand of God is, upon my life is upon my life because I put him first. Put him first. Being, in Being in covenant with God keeps me, keeps me covered, by God. covered by God. I tithe, I tithe out, of honor, out of honor, reverence, reverence obedience, obedience, and respect. And respect. I, give I give offerings out of gratitude. Out of gratitude. I, appreciate God. I appreciate God. I sow seed, I sow seed in, faith in faith because I'm believing God to manifest heaven's blessings in my life. Holy Spirit, right now, in the name of Jesus, grant unto me money in the mail, unexpected checks, accelerated increase in business, stocks, bonds, real estate, contracts, lawsuit settlements, in my favor, bonuses, promotions, assets, royalties, and prosperity, all the days of my life. My name is in someone's will. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.